Mic check, one, two. Okay, that's recording. What about you? Mic check, two, three. Three, four, five. Hey, 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 what's going on? It's But I Don't Know, though. Welcome, welcome. It's your co-host, Avery Mason, here alongside the other co-host of this podcast, Mr. Phil. Um, the Suns and the Bucks are in the finals, Hunt. Hey, they are in the finals, man. Everybody wanted Lakers, Nets. And we got Suns Bucks. Listen, small market teams are way more entertaining than watching some big market team come in there and freaking throw two, three million dollars of production. I just, I like the Suns and the Bucks. We're getting a new champion this year, and I, I feel like it's, it's going to be the, the Suns. I ain't going to hold you. Did you see that first game? I did, bro. You know what it is? Chris Paul been in the league 16 years, and he just wants it more than everybody. Uh-huh. And I like Aiden, and I like Booker. But you look at Milwaukee, every team needs a crazy dude. Mm-hmm. Like a dude that isn't scared to foul somebody like Patrick Beverly. <laughs> or uh-huh. And on the Bucks, I don't see that. I feel like Drew Holiday's a dope player, but he's quiet. Giannis is kind of quiet. And oh. so's Middleton. So it's like, who's gonna cuss somebody the fuck out? I think Brooke Lopez for missing a rebound. Nah, Lopez is, he get a little fired up. He looks yeah. like the Geico cave man. He ain't doing nothing. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Wait, who was it that got? No, that was his brother that got to the fight. Um, yeah, I mean, I, you're right. Uh, side note: that Patrick Beverly push was crazy, and he his apology was worse than the push. Yeah, Don't Beverly's a wild dude, though. He's undrafted, so it's like, yeah, he's he, he wants to he's, fight. He's unhinged. Um, I, w- I wouldn't mind seeing a fight with him and um, Marcus, no, uh, Boogie Cousins. Like, the two of them look like they'd have a good fight because they both that, uh, that crazy and aggressive. Well, they were on teams, uh, him and Boogie Cousins, this year. They were both yeah. on the Clippers. And you know what Boogie I always wonder? Because his actual name is DeMarcus Cousins. But yeah, you yeah. know with black people, mm-hmm. you, most nicknames are self-explanatory, right? You know, somebody's nickname is black, right. dark. Or, or people might call him light-skinned just as a throw-off. Yeah, like, light, oh, light. shit. Hey, you know, like a big dude named Tiny. Right, like uh, Debo, that was his nickname. Debo, Tiny Lister, Tiny Lister from Friday, yeah. R.I.P. Uh, remember he was Zeus, Zeus? in WWE? Yeah, people forget that. But anyway... What was I saying? Oh, Boogie. Yeah. yeah, DeMarcus Cousins. His nickname is Boogie. And you go, nigga, is this because you can dance? Or is it because you're like the Boogie man? I, it's probably because he could dance real good, you know, when he was little. <laughs> Before he got really tall, so he just started calling him Boogie because he knew all the dances. Hey, Boogie, come on, show us that electric Hey, Boogie, come on, show us that soldier boy. Tell him dance. Mm-hmm. And then they just stuck all through college. I've or never like seen I said, dance, it though. might be Boogie Man that this motherfucker's 6'11", he and he scary. likes to fight. He is scary. So it might be that. But um, congratulations to the Suns and, uh, and the Bucks. Um, putting my official prediction out is probably going to be, I want to say the Suns in the Suns in five. Suns in five. See, yeah, I had Suns in six, but now it's like, man, Giannis isn't quite a hundred percent. And like I said, don't nobody on the Bucks look like they finna yell. No, or fight. <laughs> And get to a push I tell you a, a funny push, one. A pushing contest. This is kind of random, but attached. So, the owner of the Bucks, his daughter, lives in New York City, and she lost her dog this week. Oh. And somebody returned it. I saw that. 
and I was like, I hope you get tickets to the finals, because a motherfucker like me, we, you know, we hold that dog for ransom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I found, I found the dog. Uh, <laughs> Great. Where can we get him back? All right. Well, you know, when I get, to I got needs as well. I mean, <laughs> you like animals, and I like animals, so. But I like the NBA finals more. About those bucks, those are the animals I'm, so I'm into. Seats to the next two games, and so. and you can give me either bucks. Either you're gonna give me the bucks as in cash, <laughs> or you're gonna give me the deer. Fear the goddamn deer. I want tickets, go. baby. That's hey. I don't. I don't think that's too much to ask. Like you know, if you can swing it. I mean, sometimes you do things out of the kindness, but sometimes it's like you know, I could have just let that dog run into Central Park. That's what most people do when they find animals they don't know to do. I just let him go in the park. You know, he'll be alright. He'll figure it out. The house pet in the wild. <laughs> so wait, did the person who found it? Did they? Did they get anything? I don't think so. Just a, a hug and a handshake. Yeah, man. Unfortunately, that's the unfortunate part of life, being a good Samaritan. I mean, you know, not that they have to, like I said, but I remember when, um, who's it? Uh, who's that member of Migos? Quavo, not Quavo. Who want to marry Cardi B? What's his name again? Um, Offset, right? Right. Remember when he got into the car accident and the guy came, he got into a car accident. Well, he tried to sue him, didn't he? No, 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 no. This guy saved his life. He got into a car accident. I think the car flipped over and everything and this that offset was in it. This guy came and pulled him out the car, pulled him to safety. The guy offset that saved offset um, was walking to work. He walks like, like oh, six, wow. seven, eight miles to work, something crazy like that. Mm-hmm. So offset bought him a car, and I think it was one of the nicest things anybody could do. He didn't have to, but he went and bought him a car. Mm-hmm. And then people, the internet as usually does, people were complaining that he bought him a Nissan Altima. But why don't you get him a Jag? Man. Why don't you get him a BMW? Why you got him an Altima? I'm like, why don't you shut the fuck up? Exactly, it was a free car. He didn't have to pay for it. You on this man walking to work? He probably don't live in the nicest of houses or neighborhoods. You want to give him a BMW and have him end up in, in you know, bitchery section? That's the thing. Man, it's like you really gotta realize, no matter what you do, the general public and the internet oh. is always gonna complain. Mm-hmm. So Kendrick Lamar, I think, for his sister's graduation, he brought her like a Honda Accord. Okay. And I mean, mind you, my little sister had a Honda, or no, she had a Toyota. Right. But that motherfucker lasted her, her senior year of high school, all the way through college. You know what I mean? So those are good cars. And I mean, this wasn't a new car she had. So I'm saying all that to say... What the people value is Mercedes, Cadillacs, all these right. different cars that's fancy. They look great, but they don't last long. No. And they're expensive to fix. That yeah. it's like, no, he's buying her what actually is a quality car. Y'all just so yeah. stuck on materialism. And you watch too many music videos and you think right. that's how it is. I used to do I used to do insurance claims uh, for Enterprise Rent a Car, and the most expensive cars to fix were those Audis, those BMWs. Them foreign cars, because guess what? It's a three-day repair, but the parts are like 10000 because they got to fly them in. And then they're always breaking down, so it's like, almost, you know. Almost got a Jaguar. A Jaguar or a Jaguar? Jaguar. Like, uh, it's down to the wire, that, that accent, boy. But, uh, yeah, man, I almost got one, and I remember it was a 99. Or no, it was, this might have been a 2000. 
degree, and I almost got this in like 2010. Wait a minute, wait. So this is only we're only talk, we're in 2021. This is like 10 years ago. You yeah, about driving around in the Jag. You've been in New York. I haven't had a car in you know almost 10 years. But are you are you about to buy a Jag? Let me find out. This was years ago. Okay. But again, you know. I remember my dad said to me, Negro, they gonna look at you like you pulled up in a spaceship. He said, you get one of them, you got to take that to a dealer. Yeah. He's like, you can't take that to Ray Ray and them that own the body shop over here. They don't know what to do with or it. Or the auto shop over there. Of like, They're going to look at you like you just pulled up in a spaceship. So. They'll, they'll try to put Toyota parts and on And your oil change is now 100 bucks. <laughs> yeah. It's like, facts, yeah, facts. man. Yeah. So I settled for a Cadillac. Had that North Star engine in it. That, now that's, a, that's a beast. That's a tank right there. Because my grandmother, grandmother had three Buicks her whole life, so or my whole life, and I mean, she passed a few years ago, so over the span of 30 years, three Buicks. Mm-hmm. Let's go, damn, these cars last 10 years. She tried to tell me as I was getting the Cadillac, just get this Buick. Uh, anyway, yeah, that's, that's the magic. I drove that that's Cadillac for about chicks. two years, and I mean, it was sweet. It was like a 2002 DeVille red. That was pretty. I'm not, I'm not hating on Buicks. I'm just trying to tell you that's not the car that you pick up women, and that's the car you drop kids off to soccer practice. That's well, that's the thing. You got to determine you, if you if you want to be, you want to look like a player, you want to look like a pimp, or you want to look like look a car like an everyday man. And I'll tell you, I drove that car around for almost two years. The engine failed, and yeah. it was overheating. And they said somebody put stop leaking in it. And you know this, uh, you know this repair was bad because I take it to get a diagnostic, and you know they charge you. 80 right. bucks or 80 whatever. Bucks to check it out. I took it to the dude. He come back just shaking his head, <laughs> threw the keys at me, and said, "This one's on the house. You got bigger problems to worry about than yeah. you know diagnostic." He didn't even give you a paper, right? He was like, so, yeah, it was just like, "All right, bro, you giving me freebies? This car's cooked." <laughs> I was lucky enough that it's such a nice car that I was able to sell the body for like eight hundred. Let me, let me ask you this. When he came out shaking his head, did he give you cab fare? He was like, hey, man, mm-hmm. you're going to need this more than I will, man. Use this. They'll get you home. But you know when a mechanic is waving a charge, like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, bad. It's rap. He was just like, listen, man, uh, about that. So, my grandmother was right. I should have got that damn you. That's a reliable car, man. And you pick up groceries and, you know, you got space. That's a good car. Don't make this car sound fun at all. Nah, my first car was a Ford, and the minute I got it, everybody had something to say. It was a car that I could afford. That's why it's called a Ford, because it's what you can <laughs> buy. Oh, right? You what know you what they can. say a Ford stand for, right? Okay, what is it? Fix or repair daily. Okay, I, the one that people would say to me was found on road dead or, yeah. <laughs> Fix or repair daily, yeah. baby. But I yeah. got the Ford. That, that, I, bought it from, I bought it in Georgia, so it wasn't one of the Fords from New York. So that way, you know, it had, it had 100,000 miles, but it was road miles, so it's better. Man, I came up here, and that's all people, oh, I ain't get that. That was a terrible car. Ford, Ford. And that car never had no problems. Yeah. That's a lot. It did have a problem, but so I, I take it to the Pep Boys. I want to do an oil change, check this out, what's causing this to happen, what's the check engine light on for. I remember they came back and were like, look, you need new spark plugs, you need this, you need that, that. I was like, all right, look, can't afford of it, just do the oil change, and I'll figure it out. I came back, they fixed everything in the car and tried to charge me for it. <laughs> and I said, I'll tell you what. Ah, you gotta love that. I'll tell you what, here's the title. You keep the car, give me some bus for I'm going home. I'm not paying for that, you keep the car, because I'm not paying And for that's that. the fear in going to the doctor for me. 
Oh, you know what? Same fear as a car. Man, I came in here because my hand hurting, and this fool talking about I got AIDS. <laughs> you going, motherfucker, look, don't tell me shit. I didn't come in here to find out, okay? He's diagnosed, hey, man, I got this back pain. Hey, that's that's nothing. That back pain is just a minor bulge. Hey, why we about that, dog. Back? About that diagnostic fee, man. Don't even worry about that. But listen, man, why we, we got about here? two days to live, so, man, <laughs> fuck your hand hurting. But uh, anyway. <laughs> Hilarious, man. I, I love that Ford, man. And I know people hate them, but those Fords are reliable. And when you're driving it, people think you're cops, so they stay out of your way. How's yeah, that? that. I know um, for me... I didn't understand like New York car car culture. That word got stuck in my throat. Super <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, I didn't understand car culture in New York. And then like you go like, damn, they driving really some girl cars because y'all out here Hondas, yeah, Toyotas. And then as I got to be a cabbie in New York and having to park and different stuff, I realized, oh, you can't drive a fucking. 96 Impala out here because there's no parking, A. And B, we don't have emissions tests where I'm from. So oh, you no, can, yeah, right, you can no, suit you know, up a 1970 Cadillac, yeah. and that motherfucker can puff out as much smoke as an uh, old steel factory yeah. in the middle of traffic and nobody say nothing. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta pass inspection here. Yeah, there's so many, cars, so many cars on the road, they wanna make sure everybody's following like, the EPA stuff. So even y'all rappers that when I heard Beamer Benzer Bentley with uh, Lloyd Banks, I'm like, Beamer Benz has been some expensive ass cars, hey. How about Nissan, Honda, Chevy? Like, <laughs> that, that's the shit we do in the yeah. Midwest. Yeah, it's right. like, okay, I get it. You know, y'all ain't got, you know, that much space. You can't really you drive got, a when Cadillac. You, when you can't, when here. you can't park in but two or three feet, you got to make every inch count. So yeah, right. Civics, Dodge, Neon were popular out yeah, there at the time. Yeah, those winning out here. Yeah, what's that called? An accent. Remember the accent? Accords, accents, Accords, yeah, accents. all the little joints, Camrys. That's right. That those are girl cars where I'm from, and dudes will look at you like, who, who which one? Of, even girls, like you'll try to holler, and they'll be like, what, you, oh, you over here in your girl's car trying to holler at me? You I know got know that I mean? car in the garage at home. You gonna try to tell me about mm-hmm. how to live my life? <laughs> so when you pull out back home, you want to make sure it's wait. I, and like I said, even if it's an '88 Delta. That okay, like that's that's a that's a guy car. car. Yeah, oh, got that kind a of Chevy, you know. something you know, but bubble box Chevy, something like that. If it don't shake when you start it up, it's not for men, right? That's what you're telling right. me. Okay, exactly. it's got a wow. That's a Midwest culture thing. Well, let me, what about this? I drive a Toyota Highlander. Would they look at me sideways like, yo, my girlfriend drive that car? Mm, no, nah, because that's kind of big. That's got some body to it, you know what I mean? That's, that's got some muscle to it, some shape. A 17, a 17. Like I said, these little tiny cars, but like I said, once you park out here a few times, you start realizing, like, you know what? Let me put the bubble shit, let me put the bubble uh, Caprice up. That's funny. Remember the uh, DC Sniper drove the box Chevy? Yeah, so they could fit in the trunk. And, 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 and everybody, everybody collectively when they announced they were in a Caprice was like, oh Lord, it's black people. For sure, it was, that's That was us. That was Betty White, that was easy hey, Yeah, you know, we were all like Betty Caprice. White He driving around the gas stations uh, now, For can, those of you listening, if you may remember the DC sniper from uh, 
you know, back in the day. What is it? The, about year 2000? Yeah, to the 2000s. Terrorized DC, walking around, like shooting people at random, random gas bus stations. Random stops and gas stations. Couldn't and, find them, and then they figured out. And then they found the car. And they it was were like, as soon as black people heard the car, we was like, oh, man. Yeah, we had hope for weeks. We were like, oh, man, that was a sniper. Hey, that's not no black person. No, no black people don't sniper. They just take a nine and they shoot mm-hmm. as much as they can and try to hit something. Nobody's a sniper. We were hopeful. Former military though had his stepson sure out there with him shooting people. Sure Got to watch who you bring around with your kids. <laughs> yeah, they gave him life too. Trying to say him. he was afraid of the guy, but they were like, yeah, I ain't afraid. Damn. And I mean, I don't even think he was shooting people. No, nah, he was just he was a spotter. Yeah, he was just driving or a car. Spot. Yeah, the getaway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, that's crazy. Yeah, man. That's uh, that's the last black terrorist. We don't really get into terror too much. Nah, we, we got another one out here. A couple nah, because I was watching hours. the serial killer, Summer Sam. Uh-huh. And then I was watching, what was the other one? Richard Ramirez, The Night Stalker. That was a good documentary. And you think, no. Nah. And then you start really think about it. And it sucks because everything come back to racism. You just go, yeah, but as soon as we do a crime, they catch us. You know what I mean? Because I think with Ted Bundy, they had caught him and just let him go. They couldn't find any evidence. But what I want to say is the reason the, all the black criminals get caught like that is because the code of the streets is fake. Everybody talk about there's no snitching. Nah, somebody's snitching. For yeah. some of the stuff to go down the way it does now, somebody talked and somebody said something. Yeah. That's why guys, they don't snitch. That's why Bernie Madoff was able to get away with it. But for also, so long. they don't go after them like they do us. Listen, Ted Bundy, when they first tried him, they took him into the courtroom. They didn't handcuff him. No, I'm not, yeah. And fine. these women was on Twitter talking about Ted Bundy is hot. Hashtag Ted Bundy's hot. That it's just like, you know this ain't a made-up movie. This motherfucker really did this. He, he will kill you, you know. You give, yeah. him, give, him, give him five minutes alone. So you see what I'm saying? That's, you know, the complexion for the protection, as Paul Mooney would say. R.I.P. Paul Mooney. Yes, yes, the you complexion know? for protection. Complexion for the protection. That it's like, yeah, they had Ted Bundy in custody during his trial, not handcuffed. He didn't kill, like, four women in two yeah. different states. yeah. And this motherfucker just jumped out of an open window. That it's like, you left the window open and he's not handcuffed? Yeah, he's like in the Hall of Fame of killers. And they were selling merch. They selling t-shirts. Selling mugs. t-shirts, you know, that it's like, this ain't a band. Yeah. This motherfucker's they, a killer. And I, and I gotta tell you, they couldn't wait to kill Mumia Abu-Jamal. I don't know if you remember him from a couple years ago. I remember him. The guy turned his life around, you know. There was some questionable evidence things connected to the crime he was he was charged with, and uh, they weren't trying to hear none so of that. I'm glad you found Allah, and you'll be meeting him soon. <laughs> face to face. <laughs> they couldn't wait to kill him. Um, but man, that's uh, that well, is that's what it is. But then, like I said, the women is so into it that it's just weird. Like with the Night Stalker, mm. he had pentagrams on his hand. He was drawing pentagrams on his hand. Yeah, there and was some women who came. The women came to the courtroom with pentagrams on their t-shirts, and it's just People like this crazy. Is you have all these men out here free, and you go after a guy who will probably kill you. Like you go to sleep, he'll even poison you. He'll just go to sleep. I'm gonna stay up and watch TV. No, we go to bed at the same That's time. That's why all that time tying these women up and shit sexually, the yeah. BDSM kind of shit. Weird, man. I'm, I'm like, hey, that. bro. Especially if you meet like a black woman that's in the bondage, that's like seriously sis. 
you, this yeah. is how this whole America thing started. There's some women, there's some women that like being choked. That's the thing, I man. I mean, I get that, but like I said, should should any black women actually be in the bondage? <laughs> and I say black women because I, 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 I slavery. I say women because that's what I'm into. So I don't know if there's any black dudes into it. That's just insanity. Slavery, especially if you start being interracial. Talking about, yeah, I'm into bondage. Uh, okay, I'm not into bondage because sometimes during sex I have to pee, and if you got to <laughs> knot three or four knots, we're gonna we're not only gonna have bondage, we're gonna have some pee and some poo in the bed. And too. Not not a lot of people can tie a good knot anyway. No, so. no, that's a, that's a, that's a talent. Um, so yeah, oh, so what what's hot as hell in New York right now? Phil and I are, are we we never heard back from uh, Cutwater, so. Um, are we still gonna? We're still support. I still drink cut water, but right now we're sipping on some Tito's. Yeah, this, we, we're definitely sipping on some Tito's right now. In this heat wave, in the heat and you're um, trying to stay cool. Gotta stay cool because it's getting hot. It's another hot summer, and I was—I I, I didn't think I was gonna bring this up, but I'm feeling loose, so I'm gonna bring it up. Bill Cosby is free. Uh-oh. Back on the streets. Now, if you have been living under a rock and you have not been paying attention. Bill Cosby's conviction was overturned. He did three years in jail um, because a judge allowed a sealed deposition to be used as evidence against him in a trial brought against him by Andrea Constrand. And he ended up doing time in jail, and they appealed the decision to the highest court. Supreme Court said, listen, he made a deal with the prosecutor in the first trial. This should have never been used. He's immediate, he's, he got to free him immediately. It's a technicality. Uh, what I will say is, I, I don't. He did the crime, okay? He did what he did. He was wrong <laughs> for what he did. You don't drug women. You shoot your shot, and if they turn you down, try the next one. You guys got all this money. You didn't have to do that. I'll push back on that, man. But I will say, I understand. I, and you, you know, you were talking. I'm just saying, you got all this money. You don't have to. The same thing I say about R. Kelly. You don't got to get those but, little girls. Well, R. Kelly's different. R. Kelly's on tape. R. Kelly did that shit. And was saying, dumb enough to show tape. us that he didn't. Well, so well, that's completely different. Mm. Um, but all of that aside, we'll get into all that aside. I just want to say the fact that that happened, they wanted to get him, like, as a mm-hmm. black man. So his conviction got overturned, and I'm glad that maybe there was some justice in that sense of him not being going to jail for something he shouldn't have gone to jail for in terms of the technical part of it. historically, that's our story here in this country as black men, that is, they don't need proof. But for you. Let me tell you something, Phil. If that was you or me that that happened to, guess what we'd still be? Sitting our happy asses still in jail. So he's lucky he had bread to pay because uh, a lot of people man. can't afford to pay that stuff to get you out know, of No, everybody's clapping, but he still went to jail for two years. For three, three. And his, his, three. His, his repu- he got out, and good for him. He but I'm to, saying. His reputation is ruined. It's over. You don't get your time back. And, and, and look, this is all I'm going to say about it because I'm honestly exhausted from talking about it. Quincy Jones told us the truth. Do you remember when Quincy Jones, probably like two years ago, came out in an interview with a magazine and said Richard Pryor was sleeping with Marlon Brando and both of them were sleeping with Marvin Gaye, right? And he was talking about cocaine and the drugs. And then two weeks later, his publicist was like, well, y'all know Quincy C now, so... Those statements are off the record and weren't supposed to be used, right? Right. She's lying. Quincy was telling the truth. Mm-hmm. Watch the Studio 54 documentary. 
Quaaludes in the seventies, they raided the Studio Fifty Four, mm-hmm. the IRS, the Feds. They opened the safe. In the safe, they found money and Quaaludes. That tell you how important Quaaludes were back then. That was the party, and basically AIDS ended that party. <laughs> You know, the owner got AIDS, he died, and then that was the beginning of that era, the AIDS era in the late, you know, early 80s. That it's like, yeah, from 75 to whatever, it was popping. Everyone was doing quaaludes. Everybody was having orgies. Everybody was hanging out at the Playboy Mansion. Yikes. Now, Hugh died, and they weren't able to get Hugh. Judging yesterday's people by today's standards, our grandchildren are probably going to say, Dad, you ate meat, you're a murderer. You know what I mean? <laughs> you so, mean standing up? You're a savage. Right. So I'm just just not very into judging yesterday's people by today's standards that you go, a black man got away with some shit in 1970. Famous or not. Because in my era, I saw Tupac go to jail for that same crime. Mm-hmm. I saw Mike Tyson go to jail for that same crime. Right. I saw uh, recently... CeeLo drugging women, a woman, one, and they got his ass. CeeLo drugs, wow. Yeah, he drugged a woman. Nars Barkley, maybe I'm crazy. That's CeeLo. Wow. And they popped his ass. Now, he didn't go to jail, but the woman was like straight up. He's a friend of mine. We've hung out many times, and he did not have to do that to me. Darren Sharper uh, was a football player, all pro. Mm-hmm. A bunch of women. They got his ass. So you go, this whole narrative people are pushing. I saw Kobe Bryant on trial. This idea that, oh, he might be black, but he's rich. Nah, it doesn't fly with me. I'm more well, on the side of Quincy Jones. In the 70s, people was doing quaaludes and doing all sorts of drugs and having sex. I just mean that he had the money to pay the attorneys to file these uh, suits for him to get to the Supreme Court because that's not cheap or Tupac free. Tupac had the money too. Yeah, but he... Mike Tyson had the money too. CeeLo had the money too. You see what I'm saying? We don't... That's take not it a, to the Supreme that's Court. Not that's not a thing that we get to do. They had the money too. Now, Cosby, he, he bred it up. We're not denying that, but all I'm saying is historically, black men don't get to get away with crimes in America. So that whole narrative, I, I've always so been you, like, ah. You saying that's why people are mad at OJ? <laughs> that's why. Goddamn OJ. I can't believe he's out here playing golf. I OJ, he here's the thing. Killer. OJ and Cosby are the same. And yeah. what I mean by that, and I shouldn't say the same, because OJ was a sellout. Real talk. He was. OJ I'm not, he first, said, I'm not black, I'm OJ. that first black wife. Oh, i never forget that quote. And, and got with all white women. And that's on YouTube. You go look it up if you think I'm making it up. They asked him what he thought about the civil rights movement. And, and I'm only saying that to say yeah. Cosby donated half his salary to HBCU. He sure did. Cosby was not a sellout. But what I mean by that is they're the same is they had a lot of evidence on OJ. And what happened was, uh, what's his name? Furman got overzealous. Mm-hmm. And less than they proved he did it, they proved that Furman was a racist and that LAPD yeah. was racist. And yep. it was really payback for Rodney King. But hmm. that's a story for a whole nother time. Yeah. They got overzealous and they started lying on OJ. It, much in the same way that they just did Cosby. That's right, like, right. Well, you know, if he gets out on the technicality, it's because he went in on a technicality. So 
you know, it is what it is. One thing's for certain. What's that? That next comedy special, Bill Cosby gonna be cursing. <laughs> Motherfucker, <laughs> fuck the flim flam worm. Let me tell you how they done me in the slam. I dropped the soap and they tried it on me. He gonna be cussing, damn it. <laughs> Three years. After three years in jail. I just hate the narratives that we don't like drugs. You know, you think about future. Percocet. Molly Molly Percocet. Percocet. It's like people like drugs. Yeah. We don't like to think that our sisters and our mothers and our aunts like drugs and sex with celebrities. But we do. A lot of them do. I know I do. It brings me to my next point, Phil. You're talking about people liking drugs. People love Track and field star Shakari Richardson. Uh Uh-oh is not going to be allowed to run in this year's Olympics. Now, we first thought it was just going to be the 100 where she, mm-hmm. where she wasn't going to run, but now they're saying you can't do the 4 by 100 track uh, relay either. And mm-hmm. she came out, she apologized, and she said, yeah, this is because my mom died and I used weed to help with the stress. Now, I appreciate the answer she gave and she said all the right things, but let's, let's be real here. She didn't just start smoking weed. There's no <laughs> way your mother dies, and the only way you feel a coke. Well, let me try do, weed. Do you've you never, that? You've never you smoked remember? weed before, and you like I'm, I'm gonna do. This is what I'm gonna do. Why don't you try cocaine? Do you remember the basketball player Len Bias? I do remember Len Bias. So for yeah. those of you listening Fantastic. who might be a little younger, Celtics Len Bias great. was an ACC rival of Michael Jordan's. Uh, he played for Maryland, and oh. he was a top pick by the Boston Celtics, mm-hmm. and. He had a uh, NBA draft party, did some cocaine, and died. Some and, cocaine. And as the legend goes, <laughs> and as every drug case goes, they go, Lynn was a great kid, and this was his first and only time ever doing cocaine. Nah. And he had a heart attack and died. And so, yeah, to your point that every time somebody likes drugs, we like to go into this, you know, who hasn't tried drugs? But then you go... And, and, and for her, like, how do I say this? Let me start by saying, I wish she got to compete. And I, I wish too. she was responsible. But as a sports fan, I saw O.J. Mayo get suspended. Mm-hmm. Lamar Odom got suspended for weed, you know, his first couple years in the NBA. Go further back. Sugar Ray Richardson, man. That's great. All the way back to Sugar Ray. He's the reason they made the rules. Sure did. Yes, he is. Drug <laughs> yes, he was. Ricky Williams lost a year of football. Who's uh, Josh Gordon? Let's go to NFL. Josh Gordon hmm. that, you know, has missed out on $30 million. So I felt like the arguments I was seeing were very, like, you could – you could tell who was a sports fan and who was just there because Shikari was black. Yeah, and, and yeah. I like the girl, but it's like, sis, you gotta be more responsible. Yeah, you knew, you knew the, you knew, you knew this coming. before going in. You know, yeah, like, like if you gotta, said, if you gotta go on a job interview, you know, like, you don't. All right, let me not smoke for a little bit because I gotta take a drug like test. Like somebody said, hell, I wish it was this much support when I failed a drug test. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, yeah, it, you know, sis. It's it's social yeah, media, and people you, like nice with your running, and then but you got to have your business correct. We all knew. Everybody knows what the rules people are. The rules been the same. Making rules. so many excuses, and this is my one issue with women is that they want equality, but equality is a two way street. Equality is taking the good with the bad. That's right. What happened so, to Michael Phelps? So right? yes, you getting paid more, sis. I'm for that, but yeah. also. You get the punishment. Yeah, Michael Phelps got caught doing weed, and what? Mm-hmm. They took away his endorsements. People were saying he's he's an embarrassment. Few of them. Yeah, and he lost and I a mean, lot of money. Like even and he, some of the arguments, you know, people, oh, well, weed's legal in certain states. It's like, yeah, but this ain't the states. This is the world games. Yeah. Keyword world. 
Now, here's the one caveat or the one takeaway that I see being a positive. All right? Okay. The one positive I see is for Shikari, much in the same way that dead rappers don't have to compete, meaning, you know, somebody like Big L that didn't have an album when he passed, people elevate him into, he was a GOAT. He would have been the best of all time, but all we have is freestyles. Right? right? She doesn't have to run in the Olympics, and all people are going to do is go, she would have won. But, let's just hypothetically say she got to go over there and came in four. Will we ever remember her? Nope. nope. So, you know. Yeah, comparing her to Flo Jo, and then she's also getting uh, more press because there's an Australian reporter who, uh, who wrote an article talking about uh, she's on steroids. Look at the length of her nails and the color of her hair. See, now that's just corny. Yeah, that's just it's too trolling. much. That's, and that's the same racism we were talking about before. Yeah, like, they, they do they ever us. really need any proof with us? No. And 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 this is the thing that I want to give. That's why I say I'll say this. She's great, but then with black, certain black people, you do have to ask the question of, you know, when they keep building her up, you go, you know, we've always been great at this, right? Mm-hmm. Flo Joe that you just named Jackie Joyner Simone Biles, Jackie Joyner Kersey on and on and on you know that it's just like Dominique Dawes we all you, this is what we do so yeah she's not the first black woman she won't be the last I just this idea that I just started doing it because my mom died I was like ah <laughs> And you went, that's the drug you went to? You had all these drugs you could have chosen? Well, and, and this is what I think is dangerous about weed smokers, and I've never liked this about them. I had a partner some years ago past the statute of limitations that, uh, you know, he used to sell weed, and long story short, it was a guy at our patio at 9 a.m., and I had to say, hey, man, are you just selling weed? That you go, it's a drug. People like to act like it's not. Nah, it's a drug. It's and a drug. As, a, as, a, and as, as an avid drinker, if <laughs> I pull a bottle of vodka out from under my bed at 8 a.m., people judge me. But then what do weed smokers call their shit? Wake and bake, bro. That's it. Wake and bake. Hilarious. No, hey, you're hey. a goddamn addict. Hey, Phil, put the bottle down. That's eight, it's not even 11 o'clock. It's not 5 o'clock nowhere. And you drinking. But like, you know what it is? Weed is becoming normalized. It's becoming glamorized and popularized. And I, 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 do, I, I am a weed smoker, and um, I'm not going to try to defend it, but I do think it's the way they market it to people. They got all these great movies about weed smoking. They, they, all these funny things happen when you smoke weed, bro. You want to put the fan on and just leave it this way? No, this is good. All right. But here was the. I feel it sweating a gallon here. Yeah, I'm just fat. Anyway, here was the irony that I saw, right? Right. So the irony of it is two things. One is people acting like weed isn't a drug. Awesome. And that's always, to me, been a dangerous culture. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not crazy. I'm not. Lock them up or nothing. I don't think it's criminal, but I just think as a user, you need to be aware it is an addictive substance and it can impair you at times. Oh, yeah. Anyway. It definitely can impair you, but one, so the thing, irony, one thing is it's not in a performance-enhancing drug. That I saw and that I didn't like, which is fair. Fair point, but like I said, then you got to reinstate Josh Gordon. You got to get Ricky with. So it's just like, you know, the rule... I'm not a big fan of the rules are the rules because right. Muhammad Ali that they, they banned 
because he didn't want to. And he could have just yelled, the rules are the rules. But let's be real, that was an actual cause. Smoking weed really isn't a cause. Right. And people, so, people are standing up for her, too. Yes. Like, they're like, oh, she should be in this is ridiculous. But see, like I said, I'm for female equality, you know. So I think the actual equality is just her accepting her punishment. And to be fair, she did just go, I made a mistake, guys. It's everyone else that you're just like, the girl said it's fair, then let it be fair. Yeah. So what I didn't like, the irony, two of them was, one, everybody jumping to, well, they letting those girls run with dicks, but she can't smoke some weed, that you go, hilarious, A. It's a different. But B, you go, listen, as someone who's been accused of being transphobic, that's transphobic as fuck. <laughs> now, mind you, if you listening and you a person that just lets jokes happen, I don't care at all. I think it's true and it's hilarious. But if you're a so-called progressive, I go, is that all it took was for you to get upset? And that's why I just say whatever the fuck I want to say. Because with these people go whichever the way the wind blows, you know, with uh, Chadwick Boseman yeah. when he was... You know, going through it, they was on the internet joking. Whoa, he got skinny. He went from Black Panther to Crack Panther. And he's he just like, that's not funny, man. You should use some sort of discretion yeah, he's going with the jokes you right. make. Anyone that looked at that picture could have said either A, he's, he's sick. sick, or B, he's on crack. But yeah. And I mean, either way, that's an addition. That Look at how they treated Whitney Houston. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cat Williams making jokes. Everybody making jokes. I'm not gonna hold you them jokes. Amy Wank, them jokes were hilarious. Hilarious. But but yeah. look how white people treated Amy Winehouse. Yeah, well, she's got a disease. It's a disease. So you know you couldn't have been more different on the way these people were treated. Her we gotta is. treat our own people better. That's why, like I said, I ain't going hard on Shikari, but yeah, I am no. going Shikari. Hold that out. Yeah, take that, and when you come back... Hold that L with that back. J you was holding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the lighter. But it's like, yeah, I, did, I yeah. didn't like the narratives people were pushing. Yeah, then, then the, the other thing was there was another athlete that came out and was like, listen, she's not running. Y'all talking about boycotting, but there's other black athletes that work hard right. to get where they're at. What about supporting us? And people started, like, shading her. And I was like, yo, bro, she's not wrong. I've been training for the Olympics. Y'all want to boycott? She's not wrong, but she probably should have said this shit. Sometimes you got to let the storm pass. Yeah, don't don't get the spot it's on like, you. I, I get just it. let the storm pass, sis. They all Everybody's over here caping for Shikari. That it's like, you know, hey, sis, wish you the best, but you knew that test was coming. Yeah, Damn. for real. You got to... Prepare or at least get somebody to take the test for you. you know, I, don't, I mean, I guess they don't drug test for alcohol, but <laughs> no. they did. Yeah, get you a vice that's doable. You know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, man, I, I wish this the best. And like I said, actually, this might save her from going over there and placing fifth. Right, and maybe. she just gets to be on the Wheaties box, and we all go. Hilarious. She would have been a champion, but. And I mean, there's the next Olympics, but like I said, she'll be a couple years older. She's not going to be on the Wheaties box. She's going to be on a, a bag of weave. Hilarious. <laughs> Just for me. Silk, she'll be on some perm boxes. Silk bonnet boxes. She's got nice hair. I like her little, her little weave hookup, too. She, she got going like, it reminds me of uh, Lionel from uh, He-Man, was it? What was Lionel? From He-Man? 
you know, but it's an 80s cartoon. You know what they I mean? know He-Man. I don't know no Lionel and you He-Man. I know Man, uh, Man at Arms. Thundercats, nigga. Oh, Thundercats. The not color of her hair reminds me of Lionel's hair. Oh, and Chitara. She, and She-Ra, or whatever her name is. What's her name? From Thundercats? Thundercats. You got Chitara and uh, Kit and Kit. Whoever has the orange hair. Yeah, that's Chitara. That's who she Chitara. reminds yeah. me of. They all have orange hair on Thundercats. All right, well, then she reminds me of all of them. Okay, just her make hair. it confusing. She rhymes, a little hair blows in the wind. It's cute. It is nice. Uh... Damn, so we talked about Cosby. We're going to get canceled, Phil. I don't know. A lot of people don't want to hear about this. But see, this is the thing. We black in America. We've been canceled. Yeah, that's true. And just as I said, you you a black girl into bondage and interracial dating. That's what you put on your dating profile? All right, sis. You ain't progressive, Phil. You need to be into bondage, too. Here's the thing. I am progressive, and that's why I get mad with people that you go... All it took was for her to fail a drug test. Now y'all transphobe. See, this is why I don't buy into your labels and your concepts because all it takes is for you to be mad to throw them out the window. Phil's looking around right now like there are people around him. And I can just feel like he's in a crowd of people. He's saving to them. He's like, oh, that's what it all took for y'all to be mad and people booting. He's like, I don't care. Y'all can boo me, but you ain't going to sit up here and try that's what I'm saying. They jumped from Crack Panther to, hey, everybody, remember, you don't know what people going through. Be nice. And you go, it took for that man to die for you to be nice. You're not nice. People still aren't nice. It's still. Well, that's what I'm saying. You're not, not nice. Internet, so none of it is genuine. The internet does not Not care. the joke nor the apology. It's genuine. So you just have to do what you're going to do and let the chips fall where they may. Pretty much, I and mean, stop, stop interneting with people. I don't internet with people. I don't, don't, don't wait for Quincy Jones to make another statement. I hope he comes out with well, a book behind that because he's got to take it back. I want to hear more about that man. That's crazy. And, and didn't somebody come out and, and said um, that that was true? That Pryor did did have that relationship with um, Pryor himself said that he had had some man on man relations. So you know. I don't want people to go fully crazy with it, but there is a level of like he told his own story. He was a wild man, and I mean, you know, Pryor and Mooney had beef. The bodyguard said, you know, that Mooney had allegedly done some things with Pryor's son. That again, back then they was getting high, man, and yeah, doing all, all sorts kind of, of drugs. That it's like, what, what, what do you think the Playboy Mansion was for? That it's like, yeah. No, on, no man. cameras, no video cameras, lots no of no cameras, no none of that. I mean, we That's got wild. cameras nowadays, and we watching. You know, this I don't know if you saw recently, but uh, there's a video of Lil Uzi breakdancing. I and saw then that. James Harden and Meek Mill are in the background tickling each other, and you just like, wait, what? <laughs> I haven't seen the tickling because uh, what's the city girl? JT. Her name JT. JT. She. Recorded, you know, her and Uzi are a couple. Yeah. So I guess it's her birthday party. It's an all white party. Mm-hmm. Uzi's breakdancing, spinning on his head like 80s style. Yeah. And Harden and Meek Mill are in the back, and Harden is tickling Meek Mill. I'm going to have to go look to at that. To the point that Meek Mill drops his phone. And I said that to say that you say to yourself, this is crazy because in the 70s and stuff, there were no cameras, to your point. It's probably, it was probably a lot more crazy than that, that was going on. Richard Pryor was tickling Marlon Brando at a party. 
when they decided Naked. to kick it upstairs. In the jacuzzi. But there was no video. But Quincy Jones rolled his old ass out and told us the story. He probably walked in on it. You know? Yes! Hey, Marlon, I thought you were waiting for me. All right, well, all right. And there's rumors about Quincy and the way he played. Going back to uh, Tupac and what's her name? His daughter, Kadada, because they was dating. He's so, got a lot of kids. So, see, yeah, a lot of mixed kids, too. So, <laughs> when you look at, you know, a lot of this stuff, it's like, man, ain't none of this shit new. Well, when I saw the video of Uzi breakdancing, the only thing I thought of was, like, this nigga waits till it's time to have an all-white party to go spin <laughs> on the floor. That is a wild color to spin on the I, floor. It's like, you you know, I, I, there's a, that was the only thing I thought. I was like, man, it's an all-white party. You getting your clothes dirty because you want to show off a But, as he does. said in his song, famously, all my friends is dead. Push me to the edge. And, and you know, he tried to make that deeper, and I'm still debate on whether or not it was deeper. You know what he said that means, actually? What does that mean? You know, all my friends is dead. I'm talking about dead presidents, you know what I'm saying? I ain't friends with nobody but the money. And you oh, go, okay, okay. And you go, you know, I, that's kind of slick. But also, fuck you, man. <laughs> I thought this was a, some sort of PSA for Negroes whose friends are dead. Yeah, Logic had a song like that. But now, he talking about money? But okay. Logic white, so he's into Logic's not white. He's white as fuck. Phil, Phil Logic is, is mixed. He's not white. He got black parents. He's just very fair-skinned. He's Sean think, King. He whatever Sean King is. Yeah, what's going on with that, by the way, speaking? I don't know what's going on with Sean King, but I thought he was one of our, our big, black people's biggest advocates and fighters. Now people are saying he's not black. They're trying to say he's well, you white. you got to be weary of anybody that raises money for racism. <laughs> Police brutality. Send me money. Wait, what? How's that helping? <laughs> We're going to fight the police brutality. Yeah, you got to be wary. But then at a point, you go, you know what, Frog King? I ain't even mad at you. I'm mad at anybody who's stupid enough to send you money. Hmm. I don't know. I don't, I'm not, you know, like, I don't read a lot of newspapers. It makes you nervous because you say everyone likes to, well, Martin Luther King didn't take donations. Malcolm X didn't. But you say if they were alive today, they might have that GoFundMe popping. Every time some black person get beat up, they might be like, hey, yo, I need, send me money. And you like, damn, I, man. I remember that happened. The, the first fraud thing I remember like that happened was like the Tawana Brody case. And some of y'all may not be familiar with Tawana Brody. Tawana Brody, but uh, I'll just give you the short version of it. She basically had claimed to be like raped or assaulted. Um, beat think, up by some beat up by some white boys. Some white boys. And why you bring up the one black girl that lied? One. I don't know. One! That's number telling the truth. But what happened was, uh, you know, it became a big deal. Like, I remember Al Sharpton got involved and everyone was, like, petitioning for her. And then it came out that she was actually consensual and she kind of made the whole thing. She kind of, she made the whole thing up. Well, you went way back. That's yeah, that's, that's old one. That's 80s. And it's like, man, I don't know what so she's doing now. There's 30 white girls for that one black girl that lied. Oh, yeah, yeah. 30 years yeah. ago, there's 40 white girls that have lied. This year, <laughs> but yeah, man. I mean, I guess. What made you go there? What, what I don't know. That was, the first, that was the first one that I thought of when you were talking about. Uh, well, you're a New Yorker, and she was a yeah, New York girl, that was New so York that was a bigger story. In New what York. about the Duke lacrosse team? Do you want to bring it more? But again, to even pull these is like. But here's the key. Okay. Because now we talk of black girls lying. Did anyone go to jail? They did not. 
Exactly. No one wants and to that be the difference. That is Emmett Till dead. That's true. And she came out Central Park Five. They went to jail. They went to jail like a motherfucker. They went to prison. Do not as pass teens. Go. Straight in. As teens. They came out as grown men. As teens and dirty Donald Trump talking about bring the death penalty back. You sure did. You feel me? And they were innocent. And Oprah crazy ass on both. Uh, what is this thing with the Central Park Five? The Netflix thing. Talking about, oh, it was so sad. Well, you had a TV show. You didn't do nothing. You was running around interviewing Donald Trump, Oprah. So you know what, Oprah? Take these tears and get the fuck out of here. You want to hear I gave my goddamn self an applause break. Thank you, Tito's, for that rant. This applause break has been brought to you what by was the Tito's Vodka. And it was the documentary I was referring to about the Central Park Five folks. It's actually called When They See Us. Yes, great work by Miss Ava DuVernay. That I appreciate. Documentaries, actually. I appreciate her. There's a movie. You said documentary. Docu- there's a documentary and there's a movie. So yeah. whatever, I'm mixing them up. Mini series, movie. Miss Ava DuVernay does fine work. I appreciate her. This mix-up is brought to you by Tito's Handmade Vodka. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate her. Confusing motherfuckers since 1803. I don't like that she don't like being called Auntie, though, because we call her and Oprah Auntie. She ain't old enough and both her and Oprah was like, I ain't your aunt. And it's like, lady, you're 54. Yeah, Oprah's, oh, oh, who's 54? Oprah's older than that. I was about but to say. Ava's probably 50. Nah, it was maybe forty-eight. I feel like forty-something. Forty-eight. Yeah, she's older. Yeah, she's old enough to be auntie. Okay. I just okay. turned thirty-five recently. I'm old enough to be auntie. Well, how old is how old is old enough to be auntie or uncle? Nah, anything past forty, you auntie. Because they made it sexist. Anything past forty, they made it sexist. Y'all trying to say all women is old? Blah blah blah. All y'all value is twenty-year-old girls. That's all y'all do is marry young girls. Michael Jordan got a young girl. This one got a young girl. Marcus Houston got a nineteen-year-old girl. Lionel Richie got a twenty-three-year-old oh, girl. He pulled a young one too, right? That, that's but you go. Hold up, hold up, hold up. How long we've been calling Snoop? Uncle Snoop. Long time. Long time. Since before he took, but long time been called Long Uncle time. Snoop. Yeah. He's been Uncle Snoop 20 something years. The only reason that's great think, Uncle Snoop. The, the, the only reason point. I think it's unfair is that when I was in my 20s, I had a problem bagging women at that time. And I, that's probably why. Part of the problem is you call it bagging. Okay. That's part of the problem. They're not groceries. They don't bag them up no more. They're people. I could explain a lot. I I show up to a date with a paper bag. What you doing with that? See, that's New York guys. I remember, look, when I was was 16 or so, 17, we had, I worked in the Baskin Robbins, right? That's not the point. Bro had a lot of jobs. Anyway, we was hollering at girls and whatnot. Typical 16, 17-year-old activities. We had a New York dude named Kevin. This dude was hilarious. Because he was in Indianapolis trying to pick up women. But he was such a New Yorker. Do-rag on at work. (laughs) White forces. (laughs) What y'all call them? Uptowns. White uptowns. Every day, you like, bro, you just got a new pair? Yeah, you got to keep the whites fresh. That's right. But he would always say to the girl, yo, sweets, let me holler at you. But he would whisper, like, in a very R&B voice. Oh, hit him with the Brian McKnight? 
All that. Yeah, yeah. You know, remember they used to break it down, boys to men. Girl, now I know. Uh, things ain't been going right. What was this shit called? Down on bending knees. Yeah. Like, hey, man, listen. Did you did you see any of the verses Bobby Brown and um, I watched Keith a little Sweat. bit. I watched a little bit. It, it, to me, it, it it wasn't the verses. It was who who could sweat more, Keith Sweat or Bobby Brown. Well, Keith Sweat, sweat was younger than Shane and didn't sweat at all. Yeah, and little, Bobby did all the Bobby, sweat. Bobby did like, y'all need to switch last names. Yeah. It's Keith Brown versus Bobby, Bobby Sweat. sweat. <laughs> <laughs> it was a, he was only doing half of the moves, bro. Like, I remember, I can't remember what song it was, but he was doing a dance moves from the song and, like, kind of, like, halfway did he was it. doing baby. a little, little <laughs> song. But I only said that to say that was what was great about that, that mm-hmm. it was R&B, there were no rap features, even on Bobby Brown's joint. Yeah. The Ghostbuster joint, he did the rap. Yeah. Take control, right? Yeah, so that's how your coworker was would rap the girls, like Keith Sweat, Bobby Brown. Style. Like how they would break it down. Now, I love now, you, no, love girl, you, love you, baby. All of a sudden they're whispering. Now listen, I know your man ain't been doing you right, but. Why don't you let me take you out for dinner and some steak? Treat you your right. man ain't been doing you right, but I'm here to do you all night. And you like, man, shut up! Drop that zero, get with this hero. Hey, yeah, yeah, you yeah. are, you know what it is. That but, blinds, but yeah, that was it. You know, when you heard the verses, you heard them doing them little moments, and you go, that's what's missing from R&B. Yeah, actual R&B, not rapping. I remember, R- I feel like R. Kelly was the first one to come out with that rap in R&B. Even the first rap yeah, trying to be thugs yeah. and, you know, it's fitting that he in prison now. It's like, <laughs> this this is shit you've been rapping about. This is what you wanted, right? But, uh, yeah, they don't break it down no more. And that was what happened. Bobby Brown did his own rap on Take Control that it's like, you started letting the rapper and then the rapper really started outshining you. And then you, and then at the realization that they were outshining you, you started trying to be them and trying to rap too. That it was just like, nah. I don't think it was that. I, I think it was more like the, the the musical genre. New Jack was a style that kind of I feel like combines uh, singing and rap. So it's like anybody who's in that, that, that Jeff Red, you know, all those kind of songs you could sing or you could rap on it. That was that was a, that was a style back then. Who was that? Teddy Riley, Bridget. Yeah, that, Teddy Riley. Teddy Riley. That rump shaker that you go. Oh, man, that, yeah, beat, yeah. that beat is still crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mid- you hear you try to find the, the fattest first food. videos that even when the old women start, what? What is this wop that you go? Uh, uh-uh, uh, because y'all was zooming, zooming, and a boom, booming. You right. shut the hell up. That's right. Auntie Ava Duvernay, I seen you. You was in the background of Rump butt. Shaker. And, and you know, before that, it was uh, the, the, the Maryland joint. Doing the butt. Oh, I, I, I thought you were going to just, that's just my baby daddy. M- nah, baby. no, wait, that, you going boom. dirty, dirty, boom, boom, 95 South. Oh, I'm talking yeah. about 84. All right. Before I was born, my mama talking about doing the butt. Oh, yeah, Spike Lee directed EU. the video. Yeah, EU. Yeah, EU. That you go, hold up, mama's sex, sex, doing sex. the butt. And then you go, my mama got five kids. You know what? Do the butt. Mama was doing the butt a lot out All here. Let me stop long. being in denial. And see that, folks? You see how we come full circle and how earlier I said, we don't like to acknowledge our sisters, our mothers, our aunties. They were doing the butt. Our cousins. Like drugs and sex with celebrities. Now, my mama don't like drugs, but my mama got five kids. And she likes all by the same man. A lot of y'all can't say that. That's true. But 
couple with a different, different She got five song. kids. So I know what my mama into and I love her the same. Hilarious. Five kids. That's her kids. joint though. Your parents got busy. Doing the butt. Sexy, sexy. That's a joint. You know, I remember seeing my mom one time. Like some song came on, she started backing it up. I'm like, Mom, what are you doing? We like, forget stop. that our parents are people, <laughs> oh and, and they God. existed before us. They that did. It's like, yeah, you know, you remember your, you know, from when you were zero to eight. Well, you probably only remember from three to about yeah twenty or twenty one when you moved out the crib. Yeah, they're people. But there was um, a time before that, and there'll be a time after that. We're we're kind of winding down. I want to. I feel like I want to call this the catch up segment because Phil and I just kind of catch up and we talk just, to kick it. Dude, we just vibe, bro. This is the vibe. We just vibe. I wanted to share this with you before we run out of time. I, I came to a real realization today, Phil. You know, grown, and the realization I have is that I don't think I'm gonna wait when a woman walks by me. To look at her butt if I think she's got a fatty. <laughs> when you when you're like that's today I was walking and this woman walked by and I know she had a fatty, so I try to wait, you know, two or three, maybe four beats before I turn around and take a look at it. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell am I doing that for? <laughs> she don't care about me. I'm gonna turn right around and look, say, oh, okay, there it go. She kinda wants you to look, but she can't act like she wants it. And in fact, she'll call you, you know, a pig or a. Well, I didn't, I, see, I don't uptown, say nothing. I, I just, be, uh, that's you what I'm saying, horny, I don't say nothing. Horny just, ass nigga uptown, you a hand. Because when I was younger, I would have this, there's, you know, all guys know there's a waiting period before you turn around when a woman walks past you. You gotta wait a couple minutes. Then, you know, out of respect, so she don't feel like. So, you know what it is that I realized? That was not chivalry. No. Holding the door for a woman is all so you can get a closer look at that ass. <laughs> I think waiting a couple of minutes when you Women think it's chivalry. Holding the door for a woman was about, let me get a closer look at this. I, I think me waiting to look at her butt as she walked by. Because you got to respect. That's, that's all Listen, chivalry. You got to respect. You got to respect that there was no internet. No, no. So if I just hold, <laughs> so you gotta figure. If I hold the women, if I hold the door, if I if I uh, hold the women, I'm talking like R. Kelly now. Anyway, Tito's. If well, not women, girls. Anyway, if I hold the door mm-hmm. for eight women a day, that's a chance at eight conversations with a woman. And mind you, she doesn't have the internet either. Right. So boom, you hold the door. She come through. She's smelling good. You go, oh shit! What you wearing? What type of perfume is that? Mm-hmm. You might even be on some trick and shit. Your money, right? Man, I get you that perfume. What kind of perfume is that? Boom! A whole conversation. Next thing you know, she doing the butt, <laughs> sex, 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 sex. You know what I mean? And then boom, there's that. So I'm just saying, I, that's the re- I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna. If I want to look, I'm just going to look and just keep it pushing. I'm I got mad today because I looked and a dude, like, looked back at me like I was looking at him that I had to be, like, almost, <laughs> yuck. <laughs> Motherfucker, if you don't keep walking, <laughs> you I was you looking like, at her. Because, see, men do this thing when we both see a... a Nice big butt, and then both looking, we look at each other like, yeah, it is. But cool. he didn't do that. He, he do gave that. me a thug stare, of like, fuck you looking at, and it's like, yo, 
You missed the You point. didn't miss what just went past us? You didn't give him a heads up? He was like, yo. Nah, he was just yeah, dumb. Yeah, I mean, you, those you're right. Like, Typically, two men lock eyes on the count of, did you see that? Yeah, so And I mean... Let's be fair. Yeah. We wouldn't typically have this conversation. It's no. sundress season, ladies. Yeah, oh, maxi dress. Oh, my so God. So do it to us. All of you look good. The big, the small, the tall. We, we appreciate you. All sizes we accept. The, but I don't know podcast. What size is she? Don't, don't matter. Don't, don't matter. But I don't know, though. I don't know. Don't really and care. I don't really care. I don't really care. <laughs> Where would you wear? I don't look. really care. Sundress season. Bring Does she on. have on panties? Doesn't I don't matter. know. No. See how I'm on granny you not? You gotta get with it. I'm not with who cares? We don't care about that. Just the fact that you're trying. That's what we appreciate. We appreciate you. But listen, uh we, we coming in the end of the, this first and we're about to get into Betty White advice. And uh advice. Get to that. You wanna follow, please make sure to like, share, subscribe to the podcast. Follow me on Twitter, the Avery Mason Instagram, Avery Mason Official. And Phil I am at I am Phil Hunt on all social media, folks. Yeah, we're we're here. Go on our page, leave us a voicemail, and we'll play it on the air. Stay tuned for segment two. We'll be right back. Alright, let's get that done. Alright, we're back, segment two. Once again, I don't know though, it's your co-host there, Avery Mason. Um, alongside Mr. Phil Hunt. Phil, are you ready? I'm gonna let you pick your poison. Ready. You wanna let's... do advice, Betty White? Let's do that. some advice, man. Yeah, I know. Let's do some advice. Those are the fun ones. I'm gonna pull them up. I meant to tell you in the last segment. Um, I gotta lose weight. I went to my barber to get a haircut, and he's West Indian. And the first thing he says when he sees me is like, "Hey, man, long time in the sea, you know. <laughs> and you put on, hey boy, you put on weight. You put on weight, huh? Real good life." <laughs> That's <laughs> what the West Indian tells you about your weight. Like so West Indians, they don't hold back. No, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna drop thirty pounds. I'm gonna, be, I'm, I'm gonna get back in shape. I gotta get back on it. COVID, yeah, slow me down. No, that quarantine fifteen, man. Quarantine thirty. How about quarantine thirty? Oh, okay, thirty. Alright. Uh, okay, this is a good one. This might apply to you. So again, a lot of these questions, actually, all these questions, I'm getting off of Dig. Dot com D-I-G-G dot com First advice question uh, But I don't know though Is Was I a jerk To plan a vacation My girlfriend couldn't afford And then expect her To pay for everything oh, Was man. I a jerk To plan a vacation My girlfriend <laughs> couldn't afford And then expect her To pay an equal share For everything my girlfriend, myself, my parents, and my brother and his wife all went on vacation in another country a week ago. My brother and I were the ones who did most of the planning of the itinerary, although we did ask everyone else for input. For background, I make around 150000 as an IT consultant. My girlfriend is a teacher making 45000 My parents are pretty affluent as well. My brother and sister-in-law... Uh, my parents are pretty affluent as well as my brother and sister-in-law. My girlfriend knew this trip was coming up and took on a second job waitressing on the weekends for several months to get ready for it. We have always split things 50-50 in the two years we've been together. There were a few times on a vacation when she did not go on outings with us, wine tasting, scuba diving, etc. She would also only eat two meals a day, simply stating that she was on a budget. My family does favor more high-end places. My parents thought it was strange that she only eats two meals a day, although normally she eats three. 
When we got home, I asked her why she skipped out on several of the outings and only ate Uh-oh. two meals a day. See, now you at go ahead. I mentioned how I heard her stomach growling one night. Oh, no. <laughs> he trash. Hey, uh, either he trash or he clowning. But I, that's funny. I mentioned how I heard her stomach growling one night and said I was concerned about her having an eating disorder. Oh, no. She got teary-eyed and said that three meals a day wasn't fiscally feasible for her, mm. and neither were the outings that she chose not to go on. Hilarious. She you said... sleep in a little yeah. wee, bro. You got to sleep till 11. Yeah, wake up late. That's right. Miss breakfast. breakfast and yeah. catch lunch. And there you dinner. go. She said she was not expecting everything to cost so much, and she was overwhelmed. She also said she doesn't know if this is going to work long-term, if she's expected to go on vacations like that with people who make so much more than her. I feel bad that I did not pick up on her discomfort sooner, but we did agree to split everything 50-50, and I don't know why she agreed to come if the cost was an issue. Mm. Well, see, this is, and I mean, you know, I'm we, I'm 35, how old are you? 41. We're men that, like, I just took a woman on vacation for the second time in my life. Mm-hmm. I knew, like, I could let her pay for certain stuff, but it ain't worth the conversation. Mm-hmm. He, it don't sound like he like her a lot. A and B. The second takeaway that I have from this is we need to pay teachers a lot more, bro. That's fucked up. It yeah. is more important than teachers. Yeah, she, he's getting six figures. I mean, there is an aspect of well, she can't teach without computers in this era, but they talk without computers. Yeah, she can get Print the shit more, out the night before and give it to the kids. Fuck these IT people. Is so he, is he wrong? we need to pay teachers more. That's first off. Like they they basically babysitters for our kids. You know, their education that they give the kids is just as much as the parents give us at home. You dodged the question, Phil. Is he a jerk though? He's absolutely a fucking jerk. It's the fact that he brought up to her, I heard your stomach growling. <laughs> that it's like, that's fucked up. You homie. hungry? Y'all could have brought her the doggy bag collectively of all the shit y'all did. You, you have an eating disorder? Because now I'm wondering what's the jobs, not just of him, but of everybody in his family. Because you go, everyone makes more than the teacher. These are the people that watch our kids. I don't even have kids, dog. And I'm like, that's offensive. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, I think, personally, you're dating someone two years. I think you pay for it. You make more than her. You know she's struggling. It shouldn't be... She's not even making half of what you're making, bro. And y'all splitting bills 50-50 to me is crazy. Uh, you on a vacation. On a vacation. Like, Just pay for the vacation. Just help her out. I mean, I mean y'all not married. And women make less. So they, they, yeah. they live longer. So I've always felt weird about them the making less. It's like, you live longer. Shut up. But I'm they liars. do make less. Why did so. you say that under your breath? He said women live longer. You should They say. make less, but they live longer. That was always been my argument against it. Uh-huh. But... I do realize they do make less. So they yeah, do. bro, Typically you're making 150 k. Your girl making 45 k. You making 100,000 more than her. Bro, pay for the vacation. Buy the tickets. Yeah, hey, just get her to, and then Don't. get her some meals included. But see, this is what I did on my vacation. All right. Breakfast was an extra ten dollars. I went ahead and threw that on there. That's okay. a meal I ain't gotta pay for. All right. I ain't gotta pay for it. There you go. So That's boom. how you supposed to do it. Yeah, now yeah. I'm ahead of the game. Get her some food in the morning, get us some food at night, you know. 
Cool. You're absolutely a jerk. You need to start paying for more of the bills. Help her out. You should, so she it breaks the gap a little. Money. I mean, I don't know how old this guy is. He, he didn't say. He didn't crazy say. young. Because, like I said, most older men would go by the logic of happy wife, happy life. Of, like, she good, she ate, I'm good. So... Yeah, I, I don't see why he didn't bridge the gap there. That it's like, don't sound like you like her very yeah, much, yeah. A. And like I be, said, B is a major societal issue. That yeah. it's like teachers make teachers less than IT need guy. to make more, dog. Yeah, I agree. You gotta watch people's kids and teach them stuff. Imagine if you had to teach your kids Are things. That's and people realize that during the pandemic. Because yeah. they had to t- actually teach their dumbass kids. And people went, man, this motherfucker's stupid. And it's like, that would the fuck the teacher been trying to communicate to you through emails. Not my Bobby. He's so smart. He's eating crayons. And he's not even eating the good colors. <laughs> he's eating black. He's eating, he's eating the magenta. He's eating you know? the colors that don't even taste good. Exactly. What's wrong with this little motherfucker, Ooh. man? All right. Let's go to the sex- second question. Pay teachers. Uh, I agree. And you step the fuck up as a man and pay bridge the gap, motherfucker. Till she get up there with you, right? Fuck, are you spending all that money on then? If not, not her, not her, and definitely not rent. He's splitting it with her 50-50, which again, I think that's crazy. You making six figures? You pay the rent. You pay the bigger bills and give her like the light and the gas. Yeah, seventy, a nice seventy, seventy thirty relationship is good for everybody. Absolutely. Should I continue dating my ex-husband who took my car and his savings and left me with his unpaid bills? And I already feel like I know what Phil is going to say, but I'm going to read the question anyway. Should I continue dating my ex-husband who took my car and savings and left me with his unpaid bills? My husband of five years walked out on me last year. Woo! Last year was actually the third time he's walked out. The earth time. Hold on a second. I got it. Let me, Two out of three. Let me get it back hey, together. Man. Is that me, I'm not laughing at you, ma'am. I'm laughing with you. Last year was actually the third time he's walked out on me, but this time he filed for divorce. Right. When he left, he took just about every item we purchased together, including my car and my portion of the money that was in our savings account. I also found out that he'd been telling mutual friends during the previous year that I was a burden to him. Now he wants to start spending time with me in order to, in his words, make sure that I'm okay (laughs) due to the struggles I've faced since being laid off because of COVID and having to pay past due balances on bills that he left with me. We've been sleeping together and he's told me that he still loves me. Our divorce is final and I've done my best to move on. But now I'm stumped because I do still love him a great deal. I know I should probably kick him to the curb. But he seems sincere. Should I run away screaming or should I give him another chance? Phil? Damn, sis. Damn, sis. <laughs> he had you out here bad, though. Like, I mean, is there any, like, is there anybody else you can get a buddy to? Like, <laughs> he ain't found nobody else. But see, this is the thing, and this is always the thing with women, right? And I mean, this is, I'm going to get into my bag. And this is me speaking for myself personally. And as a man that you go, this is to my benefit. Men are horrible people. Mm-hmm. Men shoot up schools. Men do mass shootings. Sure do. There ain't but one woman in the recent history that did a mass shooting. So what I mean by that is, in general, you can go ahead and get rid of 60% of men. We're trash. So then it's the 40%. I'll take up a special. Now, up to 40%, there's 15% or so that have bad habits. How many percent badly? 
2530. I don't know. I'm no mathematician. Mm-hmm. And the Tito's is kicking in. Listen. Yep. Kicking. It's only about 15% of men that's going to help you with some shit. That's going to be willing to build with you. As I just said in the last conversation, ladies, all of y'all can't get 100% of your bills paid. Not going to happen. That's reserved for the whoever Lori Harvey's mama is. What her name is? Lala Anthony. Got to reserve it for her. Majority Harvey. Mm-hmm. I reserve for her. She's beautiful. She kept herself in shape all these years. Jada Pinkett's wife. Even uh, mom. To whatever. Jada Pinkett's mom, too. Uh... I'd have to confirm that she cool, but yeah. but Jada Pink is worth it. But anyway, there's this idea in society that women are supposed to get a hundred percent. Listen, most of y'all, at best, gonna get a nice seventy thirty, a nice sixty forty, especially on the black side of the game, because black men don't make that much money. Uh-uh. And and even black women make less money than white women. So, again, I don't know what color these people are, but back to them that going back to the first question that you go, you know, sis, honestly, if you went three, four, five months without him and you couldn't find nobody on Tinder and you couldn't find nobody on, what's the other day, Naps? Bumble. Yeah, Bumble. And you couldn't find nobody on OkCupid. You know Farmers what? only. Fuck it. Go ahead and take him back, but I'm going to keep it a thousand. He sound like trash, and you do to get whatever you do to get. <laughs> now, he paying that 70-30 with you because you said you got some past due bills and whatnot, and you got to determine how important are those bills. <laughs> You know, are, are they like you could get evicted type bills? Or are they like, you know, the cable cut off bills? Do you really need 60 channels? <laughs> How bad do you need 60 channels, ma'am? That's what I feel like this question is. Because they don't sound like important bills or you already got put back. Or maybe he came back when they put the eviction notice on your door. But, I- but see, this is why... As a Western society, monogamy's holding us back. That if she was just cool with him saying, like, yeah, I'd be fucking some hoes on the side. And I'm pro-ho. You pro-ho? I'm pro-ho, meaning if you got the OnlyFans, you a stripper, you a prostitute in some form, shape, or fashion, I'm for you. Get your money. But, but, you are ruining these men's relationships and making their wives insecure. But... I'm in favor of there being some honesty that this guy sounds like he quite honestly just wants to have relations with other women while paying a 70-30 with you. Mm. That if you're only paying 30%, this has always been my issue with the whole women's argument of, I want you to pay 100% of my bills. Cool, I do that for my son and daughter. Hilarious. But I also tell them when to go to bed and when to shut the fuck up. <laughs> Are you cool with that? <laughs> and a lot of these women ain't cool with that. Uh, and you gotta say, well, you need to be looking for a nice 60-40 or a nice 70-30. Hilarious. You don't need to be looking for 100% of your bills. So, Phil, the question was... Uh, 
should she continue gone. dating him? Yes. And I guess your answer is no. I think I my answer is like, somewhere in the middle. It all depends on his temperament and what she's willing to deal yeah, with. Yeah, no, Miss, I I think you should go. Leave, run. You're, he left you three times and you took him back. It don't sound like she can go though. She's gonna have to find. She's gonna have to figure it out. She, he's left her three times. If man. that was somewhere to go, she'd have been there. She gotta have a. But friend. what she realizing is, a whole lot of men ain't gonna do seventy thirty. A whole lot of men. No, 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 no. A whole lot of men looking to, looking for her to be the seventy. You talking? And, and for them to be the thirty. You talking? She, I'm talking the second question, not the first. Yes. Thing. But I'm still saying, she said she got a lot of past due bills. It sounds like he was footing the bill for a lot of shit. 70 30. That is like, well, guess what, Shorty? If he's 70 30, he gets some special privileges. If y'all 50 50, y'all on the same. Nah, you gotta have some space. You gotta have you gotta have some like some more pride in yourself than that to let somebody treat you like that. On some real shit, like, or you gotta open yourself up to alternate solutions. Part of them alternate solutions is he sleep with your cousin every fourth <laughs> Friday. Oh, like that other one on the other show where it was the two brothers. And, and let me keep it a buck with you, fellas. If your woman's 70 30, she get to sleep with your cousin mm. every fourth Friday. It is what it is. Nothing comes without Ooh. consequence. Uh, I don't know if y'all can hear that, but the lightning and the thunder is kicking up, and we got some uh, thunder we got here some in New thunder York pushing. City. I don't have an umbrella, so this is gonna be yeah, interesting. Yeah, I'm pro home, I'm car. pro equality, fellas. If your woman's seventy yeah. thirty, you the bitch in this relationship. Hilarious. Go ahead and be willing to accept that she might do some things outside of y'all, whatever. Miss, you need to leave. Leave. So, go find a, a friend that you can get on their couch, and you can't go keep coming back. Miss, you don't necessarily need to leave. <laughs> you need to open yourself up to alternate solutions. Hilarious. This man like <laughs> this man like to you know do some other things, and you need to kind of get into them other things and accept that your rent and your past due bills that you describe in this email are. You know, a part of those agreements. Man, just don't let them pee on you. You gotta draw the line somewhere. You gotta draw the line somewhere. We gotta move it along here, because uh, I gotta go get this little kid, and this go. drive look like it's gonna be a pain. Up, and yeah, it's gonna be some rain. Let's get pain. into Betty White. Phil, can you break down the rules of Betty White for those just joining us? This is the segment where we discuss crimes that have happened, and we read them in detail. We try to guess. What race are they? You know, ranging from that couldn't be us. Ain't couldn't have been no nipples to man. I bet he white, man. I bet he white, bro. Like the lady on Gold Girls, Betty White. Betty we White. No, her. We do have other races that pop up too, but we just haven't figured out what they go the to middle ground. Middle ground really stuff. Them, you know. Um, so the first crime here, I'm a, this one's called possession of SpaghettiOs. Uh-oh. It began innocently enough for Ashley Huff. The 23-year-old was riding in the passenger seat of a car when police in Gainesville, Georgia, pulled the car for a routine traffic stop. Mm. When cops searched Huff's bag, they found a spoon that was covered in a mysterious residue. <laughs> it was dirty. <laughs> Huff explained because she had recently eaten SpaghettiOs and placed the dirty spoon in the bag in order to return it to her friend. Officers thought it might be methamphetamine. So they conducted a field test, which reportedly came back positive. Huff was charged with possession of methamphetamine and spent two weeks behind bars before being released. 
Mm. Huff was later thrown back in jail in August where she remained for a month and a half until more thorough lab results on her spoon came back. They revealed that she'd actually only been guilty of possession of SpaghettiO sauce all along. Oh, wow. SpaghettiOs are tasty. Mm-hmm. What say you, Phil? Went to jail, did a month. Ain't no black girl eating no shit out of no can. <laughs> now, being in jail for a month made me think they gave her the, the Sandra Bland-type treatment. Mm. But... The fact that she was innocent all along and that it was SpaghettiOs. I've dated only black women for almost 15, 16 years. That it's like, black women ain't eating no SpaghettiOs, man. Listen, that is some sort of white woman from somewhere. Gainesville, Georgia, it's like, there's also, I think, a Gainesville, Florida. She's a, Betty, bet she white. Bet she white. Uh, let's see, because they didn't put it in the article. Let me just look it up real mm-hmm. quick. Ashley Huff, let's type in SpaghettiOs. Which I thought you said Hillary Duff at first. Isn't that Hannah Montana? Yes. Hannah Montana. That Migos made a song about Hannah Montana. It's a fire song, by the way. Hannah Montana. Yep, it's a white lady. Hannah Montana. You are correct, Mr. Hannah Montana. White lady. What's her name? Hillary? Ashley Huff. Ashley Huff. Yeah, the white lady, redhead. You uh, You got it, Phil. Wow. Which early in this podcast, if you are listening, we talk about the buck owners, the Milwaukee Bucks owner's daughter. Her name is Mallory Edens. And, okay. Uh, they got some articles about her, y'all. Uh-oh. Escape photos and all. So y'all go there and y'all look at that. Alright. I'll appreciate it for what she is. Let's get back to Betty White. Damn! Woo! Yes. Did y'all hear? I hope y'all heard that lightning. That's something black folks don't mess with. They don't fuck with pit bulls Man, or lightning. That's two things to make I us remember, go inside. Let me go ahead and uh, get I inside. I can remember when my, like, my grandmother would be like, y'all get off that phone and turn that game off. We playing Sega. <laughs> and she would be like, yeah, that's gone. The know. lightning is going to be attracted to NBA You got 98. these new grandmas. Yeah. They get BBLs during lightning storms. That oh, is just like, Lord Jesus. All right, Phil, here's the next question. Not wearing a seatbelt. All right. In a case that would later be decided by the Supreme Court, Gail Atwater was pulled over by police in Lago Vista, Texas. The officer noticed that she and her two kids were not wearing their seatbelts, but instead of giving her a ticket for the violation, the officer arrested her and took her to the local police station, where she remained behind bars for about an hour before posting bond. At the end of the ordeal, she ended up pleading no contest to the seatbelt violation and ended up paying the maximum $50 fine. In a 5-4 Supreme Court decision in 2001, justices held that the Fourth Amendment does not forbid a warrantless arrest for a minor criminal offense that is only punishable by a fine. Maybe the click it or, t- <laughs> Maybe the click it or ticket campaign needs a scarier slogan. Now that one's kind of weak, I'll be, admit, but what do you think, Phil? It's kind of weird. They, they arrested her for not having her kids in a seatbelt. Yeah. All right, so now I got to determine how how important children being in seatbelts are to which race. Look, I definitely remember Casey Anthony. Yeah. But no, there was another girl, white girl, at the same time of Casey Anthony that she left her baby on the top of the car. Like right, 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 right. Yeah, like... Carrying burgers and a milkshake, and mm-hmm. you see the milkshake on top of the car. <laughs> throw the burgers in the car. 
get in the car, drive off, and go, fuck, that milkshake just fell. That's how she did her baby. I forget her name, but she was definitely not black. Because black people would have been beat your ass about that grandma and them. would have been like, girl, and it was during a thunderstorm. I told her, don't call me. <laughs> you know, I'll answer my phone anyway. For this one, I'm going to go with... Betty, Betsy White, bro. Betty, Betty Probably White. is went to the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, Betty, Betty White. Let me see if I can get a picture. Supreme Court don't see us too often. You feel nah, we take we our L's and we take our L's and keep Did it you pushing. See, you know, speaking of, and not to tangent, but this is a black dude in Florida that he defended himself. Did you see him? He even had the Florida boy hair. I'm gonna pull it up here real quick, and I'm gonna give y'all his name so y'all can look up the case. It was hilarious. Oh. You're not talking about the guy with the weird hair that was trying to defend himself. Yeah, he had the Kodak black hair. Oh, yeah, I, I heard about that. what his name was. Me Florida too. man, of course. He's, All he right, killed let me his, read this. He this killed his... Alright, we're going to cut this little show because I got to get on rope. gives law and order worthy viral speech where I represent Ronnie O'Neill III is accused of stabbing his girlfriend and disabled daughter, Kat. They killed the both of them. Damn, Ronald O'Neal. I didn't know it was all that. Yeah, he, he stabbed the girlfriend. He killed the girlfriend, killed the daughter, and stabbed the son and tried to light him so on fire. So y'all looked that up, but but he defended himself, mm-hmm. and it was crazy. He was saying all types of shit. I didn't come to fuck around. Yeah, he did. That you go, We're not saying, playing games. We're not playing so games. so much shit that you got to go. They shouldn't let anybody have the choice of defending Defending himself, right. Like, this is crazy. Appoint him a lawyer. Appoint that him a lawyer. But like, you know, I have never been to law school, and I was pretty sure none of this is in law school. I think and he's got the Florida boy hair. He, he sure looks does. like Sideshow Bob. No, he, like, he looks like Vegeta. This nigga got Vegeta, Sideshow Bob. He looks like all of them put he together. Like he's about to go Super Saiyan. He's got the Kodak black hair he, style, he, and he's defending he, himself. He looks like he's about to go and like I said, Super I never realized in this speech that I realized he was defending himself which is already funny because you go public defender or as we named the early part of the episode you are Cosby that you have money to defend yourself Mm -hmm. this motherfucker is defending himself against stabbing his girlfriend and his disabled daughter they killed him he killed him he set the house on fire I wouldn't even want to defend myself. Bro, it took the jury four hours to convict him. They were like, yeah, he did it. Yeah, he did it. And they were just in there mean, on Instagram playing. Down in Florida, look, I was just in Miami. There's a lot of wet willies. They went to wet willies and ordered some wings and a couple well, more. Uh, the truth is, Phil, the truth is they took half an hour to convict him and spent the other three hours playing they Xbox. Been convicted, but this is like, let me, this is trash. Let me get All you right, one more go. question one and more I, question, I'm going to try to run out of here. Um, when Brandon Ambergy flicked a lit cigarette into the middle of a busy street in Albuquerque, New Mexico earlier this year, a police officer apparently saw it as an offense worthy of arresting the 31-year-old for. Mm-hmm. Ambergy was booked into the Metropolitan Detention Center where he was offered a chance to post cash bail or bonds or to be released on the condition that he appear at a mental health court. Ambergy didn't take these options, however, and remained in jail for nearly a week before being bailed out. A follow-up report found that Albuquerque police had tossed at least seven people in jail for littering charges alone since 2012. Most of them, including Ambergy, had substance abuse or mental health issues. So he did time in jail for tossing a cigarette. 
This might be too easy to guess, but what do you think, Phil? Man. Lit cigarette, New Mexico. That's some, of us. that's some black people because the offense is so small that it is just like, what? A lit cigarette now. If they told us if it was menthol cigarette, I mm-hmm. would further know. But I don't feel like I don't even need that to know that that was some of us. So your answer is, is black. Yeah, the black guy that did this crime. Mexico. That's the only thing that made me like, hold on, that might be in the Spanish. But go ahead, that's us. Here's here's the problem. That's uh, black folk. Oh baby, uh, I feel I think you. Are wrong, my friend. Oh, this guy is a white guy. The lit cigarette, and they took him to jail. I think this is the white guy. I think that's him. God bless, brother. You the affirmative action hire, essentially. That it's like, now you take down white dudes for that. They took him down. Like the lit cigarette. What are you even smoking? A Virginia Slim. He might have been. Not them black folk cigarettes. Marlboro. The Marlboro. What are you smoking, marble? I don't know. They didn't say, but he went to jail for it. So soft pack or hard pack? Did you go, man? Look, all that shit make a difference. It does. It That's crazy. Until you work somewhere, this. Not know you can go to jail for throwing a lit cigarette on the ground. I mean, it could be dangerous if there's fuel around, but the fuel got to be so close. That yeah. Yeah. That cop just didn't like you, bro. You Must had that had look in your eye. You might have said some wild shit to him that he, he had just was like, dog. That's it. I Hands can't. Behind back. I can't fuck with you, dog. Well, so. this has been a very nice episode. Thank you, Tito. It has been. It's been dope. It, uh, Tito's. Dope. We appre- Tito's vodka. Uh-huh. We appreciate you, Tito's. You know what? I'm going to reach out to them to see if they can sponsor us. Because guess what? If they cut a check, Phil, Tito's going to be on every episode. That's what's up. Because, yeah, this shit gluten-free. Yeah, it's gluten-free. They said it's dog. It's vegan. shit is. It's, it's, hold on. It's, they got some shit on Dog-free? Vodka for dog people. Vodka for dogpeople.com. Mm. Supporting pet prosperity and rescue. Now, that's the big deal with the people. Not the black people, because rescue, motherfucker, we rescue people. Yeah. Africans ain't came over here with a spear and got us yet. So <laughs> they rescued us. the whole rescue concept, we're a little behind on it. Yeah. But you, you've been hearing some things mm-hmm. that the white people they really like buying rescue dogs. Yeah, dogs missing a leg. If dogs that did been through some that, shit. That dog has to have all four legs. Dogs that did then been through some shit. They didn't been divorced. They didn't been Hilarious. dragged into court. They didn't have to defend themselves in court. So yeah, you know that's the, that's the vibes. Well, look, Certified gluten free though, that Tito's. <laughs> well, listen, this has been another episode of But I Don't Know though, and I'm not 100 percent sure the advice that we gave. Well, any of that stuff is going to help somebody. We get drunk while we talk. We do you. get drunk. That's why I'm telling y'all, don't take nothing what we say seriously. We are educated, kinda. I don't have a master's. I'm not sure if Phil has a bachelor's. Man, I have listen, a bachelor's. You I don't got your have bachelor's? None of that shit, bro. Well, that's listen. That's I got a technical school degree. That's good. All right. all a wrong move away from going to prison. There you go. So listen, we don't 100% know what we talk about, but we just want to make sure you guys are entertained and yeah. you feel like we in the car with you. Wherever you're listening, if you're sitting on the toilet, if you're driving in the car, we just want you to feel. Like we're there with you, and we just talking. That's all. And let us know you feel us. Yes. Up and tell us what you think Please. about any of these subjects we discuss. Yes. Women make teachers making less. That's right. 
Women making less. Should this should this lady leave her Cosby. boyfriend? He's been cheating on her. Getting out of the pen. Shakari Richardson. Shakari Richardson. What are your thoughts? House Cosby next special. Go Phil, ahead. Listen, Phil handles all the customer service, so make sure to direct yeah, all your hate tweets about all at that. Me. I am Phil Hunt on Twitter and Instagram. Twitter, Instagram, you make sure Facebook, all sure, of it. Make sure to use the hashtag. Only fans, all of it. Ancestry. Let us com. know what y'all think, man. Cuddle, cuddle, cuddle. Comfort. That, what was the cuddle one? Cuddle you said it right. Cuddle, cuddle comfort. comfort. He's on there too. Use the hashtag. But I don't know though. Think. The Please difference reach between out. cuddling and snuggling is we lonely. We've been in quarantine. Reach out. We let us know. Vaccinated inside. Let us know what y'all think. Also, you can go ahead and leave us a voicemail on our Anchor.fm page. Anchor.fm forward slash butt dash I Leave me a voice female though, not the voice male. I don't know. I can't control that. I want the voice females though. What's up with it? You can leave us a voicemail. We'll put it on the show. We'll answer whatever question or respond to your concern. But Phil does all our customer service. I don't deal with that. As he said, I I don't say anything controversial. They don't have groups about me on Facebook, and that's okay. I don't. I don't think I'm ever going to say anything controversial. But I just don't. I don't have anything controversial to say. Like the most controversial thing I've ever said, I think, is I leave the toilet seat up when I leave the bathroom. That's my hot take. <laughs> That's his hot take, man. I got so much wild shit. To I know say. you do, but we're not going to do it here because we'll be here for another four hours. Thank y'all for listening. We appreciate you. Every Tuesday, a new episode. Make sure to like, share, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to listen to But I Don't Know Though, and make sure to follow Avery Mason Official on Instagram and The Avery Mason on Twitter. We'll be back next week. Phil, thoughts, Find last me words? On at, you know, at I am Phil Hunt on all social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, mm-hmm. uh, OnlyFans, porn, all that shit. Yeah, we here. Having a good time, man. We see y'all next week. Pull up. All right, but I, I don't. I'll bring you some Tito's. All right, but I, I appreciate I don't. appreciate you. Check us out. Hit us up. Yeah, see where our shows are. I got some shows. I'm in Connecticut. We are you in Connecticut week. next week? What time? This is, this. so this, though, this episode is going to be the first one that actually comes out this Tuesday. Because we don't got okay, no more in the tank. Word. So this one is coming out this coming Tuesday. That's this episode up. is going to air on the tw- uh, on the, not the 13th. That's so cool. I'm in Connecticut. Let me see. When are you in Connecticut? I'm in Connecticut like next week. It's it's a July date for sure. I got to find a specific date. Hold on time out. It's He's coming. Look it's it coming. It's coming July 18th. I'm in Hart- Hartford, Connecticut. All right. At the Funny Bone at 7:30. Oh, we're going to get this one we out in some time. other folks. So, yeah, yeah. y'all pull up a chair and Check it out. I'm going to be and see us there. I'm going to be at LOL Comedy Club on the Sunday. I got three shows, 7, 8, 9, and then uh the whole week I'll be there. I mean, I don't have specific times yet, but I'm at LOL right now. It's the only club I'm past that in New York City. So, Come hang out with me, come laugh, come tell some jokes Go see Phil in Connecticut I know my our boy Nico White's going to be in Connecticut uh, For the Connecticut Comedy Festival If I'm not mistaken mm-hmm. Right? So go check him out yeah, Go check there. him out Very funny and, um, comedian. Tune in to us next week And every Tuesday Brand new episode Me and Phil, thank you very much We'll see y'all soon You know, But you know, I, I don't know though Give us some feedback, you feel me? We need that feedback Hey
What's up, everybody? It's Avery Mason, co-host of But I Don't Know, though, here to remind you about our listener contest. If we can get to 150 subscribers, that's 150. We're going to be giving away this Nintendo Switch we got here. Not just any Nintendo Switch, one that I used for about two, three weeks. Didn't work out, but it could for you. And you can get a brand brand new used (laughs) Nintendo Switch with a couple of games. All you got to do is follow me and Phil on our social media platforms. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter. The Avery Mason on Twitter. Avery Mason official on Instagram. And you can follow my co-host Phil on I am Phil Hunt on all social media. And send us a message with the hashtag, but I don't know. That's hashtag B-U-T-I-D-K-T-H-O. Put it out there. You never know. And once we get to 150... One of you lucky listeners is going to win that switch. So I want to wish you luck. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.